0: Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ, and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real, Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's Word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Shannon. And I'm Allie. And I'm laughing because <laughs> this feels so weird to do without Amy. That was Amy's part. She always does that, but she is not here today, guys. Oh, boo. I know. So Aloysia and I are running the show, and Aloysia, you're here because you just spoke on our Eden gathering I on know. Friday. I'm still riding the high, for it sure. It was awesome. It was so fun. It was so amazing. You guys, we are on our recap episode from our past Eden gathering. And as I said, Aloysia shared, and it was amazing. She brought the word, sister. It was really, really good.
1: Golly, it's just so crazy to be in a space like that. Like, I've been at Eden since the, you know, the beginning. And so it's always so cool to be gathered in that space and just to feel like the presence of the Lord and to see all the different faces that came in. And Mm -hmm. just, yeah, it's just a cool opportunity. So I just feel
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was an extra special yeah. night. It was kind of a weird moment for us, you guys, because we had planned to go all the way through June, mm-hmm. um, but in the week before this past before yeah. our May gathering, we had to switch things up because June our gathering was scheduled for the last day of school, and that was going to be crazy for lots of people, and the leadership team was not going to be able to do a whole bunch. And so we kind of pulled an audible and said, "Let's have this be our last one of the season." And I felt like it was really special. Was I so felt special. like it. It was really fitting and so good. We had a, a photo booth and we had really awesome food. Mm-hmm. And we had these little kind of tokens to take away or whatever yeah. me- mementos, yeah, <laughs> little keys that. that kind of reminded us that, um, to be surrendered um, and to also to remember that we are transformed. So yeah. that's what the year was all about. Um, be intentional. Be transformed mm-hmm. um, and kind of pursuing that. But Alicia, based on that, like you really shared how over this past – well, more than just year. Yeah. But how there's a lot of intentionality by the way that the Lord was pursuing you yeah. and your walk through that. It was beautiful. And the way mm-hmm. you shared that story. Yeah. I mean <laughs> mo- many stories you shared many stories I did. but in this one awesome encompassing. like what what was your heart behind that like why are you like this yeah. is the message
1: well i think that so often when we get in spaces of like church and and christian relationships like I think sometimes we have a tendency – and I've been guilty of this – of wanting to, like, be on the other side of things Mm -hmm. and wanting to, like, wrap things with bows or, like, wanting – and I think it's good intention sometimes. I think it's, like, I really deeply want for there to be hope. I really deeply want for there to be healing. And so I think sometimes us as Christians and Christian groups just sit in that space of, like – Okay, like, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Mm. And when I was in this, like, deep grief season, like, when people would say that, it wasn't good enough for me. Mm. Like, it wasn't – there wasn't – that didn't do anything for my heart, and in fact, it made me so upset. Yeah. And so – i'm like how am i going to create a space um for people moving on in my life after this kind of situation where like i can invite people into the space of hard and messy and Mm -hmm. understand like god's goodness in it and the messiness in it because at the end of the day like this world is a mess right this world is broken and Mm -hmm. we will forever be fighting battles um And so I would just hate for there to be a day that something happens again or, you know, because it's not a a matter of if it's a matter of when you you go through hard things. And so I just can't imagine the rest of my life going through things and being like another hard thing, God, Mm. you are like, I thought you were good. Mm. What if we learn on this side of it how to operate in the hard, in the messy and still can see God's goodness his intentional plan and that we probably won't ever be fully healed until heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we navigate all that? And mm-hmm. so I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't allow women to sit in the corner in the dark anymore and hidden places, um, by themselves in, in so much pain. And so I'm like, I'm going to share from a real, real space. Mm-hmm. And it was vulnerable. Yeah. It was vulnerable. Yeah. So
0: I know it cost you a lot and yeah. it was hard and it felt really risky.
1: Yeah. I'm and so it, proud of it you. It was, it was oh. totally risky. And I, that's what I said to the ladies. I'm like, um, like what is, what is different about this space right now is that like I'm actively still grieving about certain things Mm -hmm. and I'm after I'm actively still processing these things. And so like, getting up on this in this space and like sharing when you know that you are going to cry about it again probably tonight and Mm -hmm. I did like I was like what how is this my story like how is this you know
0: yeah tell me a little bit more about that whole idea of like it's like there's a disillusionment there right like in in our minds we're like okay God is good when there are no more hard things God is good when we're when we're on the other side when we're when we've moved through and now here we go it's smooth sailing Mm -hmm. like tell me a little Mm -hmm. bit about like Really? Where are you at with that? Because I think there is an expect we have an expectation, totally. which is by the way, a completely unmet expectation, mm-hmm. which does cause that disillusionment. Yeah. Like, where does that come from, and how do we press into that? Because it's hard. I think everybody struggles with that. Oh,
1: totally. Yeah, I think that part of what was hard about this last season is that I was I was in a, a space that was everything my little my little girl heart desired like Mm -hmm. I had like family dynamics that was beautiful I felt included I felt loved I felt seen I was dating a boy like all these kinds of really beautiful things that I didn't think was ever possible I was dreaming again Mm -hmm. um all these really idealistic things that I thought um was the presence of Jesus or was the goodness of God like Mm -hmm. lavished over my life which yeah there's a percentage of Truth in that. Um, but I was convinced that because I acted good and because I was w- walking towards healing from a past season, that I was now earning some type of love and goodness and grace, and that like me and God were just good. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect that hard things would, I mean, I knew hard things would happen, but I didn't expect for me to feel the depravity that mm-hmm. I felt. And mm-hmm. so I think part of the letdown, part of the unmet expectations. Um, was that I did feel deeply the pain. Mm. And I thought to myself, like, God, I went through all these things as a child. And then I worked really hard to come out of that and to, like, know you and to, like, listen to your word and to be in these spaces. And so – and now I feel like, what did I do that was wrong? Like, how did I disappoint you? And, I mean, because I struggle with, like, you know, abandonment issues and things like that, I'm like, God, I'm so sorry. What, like, I – but I knew that in some sense of the way because of what I walked through and what God brought me out of – that there was a truth about him that I knew that I didn't know before. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I had to, I had to like wrestle with this aspect of like, you, I know in my belly that you are still good, Mm -hmm. yet these circumstances are not good. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean about your character? What does that Mm -hmm. mean about you? Like I literally had to unlearn, you know, some really hard things that I, created i built a house right i built an idealistic world and Mm. i Mm. had to unlearn what it looked like to maybe like for god to be like that good you know so like Mm. i don't know i think that we're just sometimes i'm just so guilty of um putting like characteristics on god's goodness or i'm so um i'm so guilty of saying Mm. like this is what it looks like for god to be good Mm. this is what it looks like for god to love you and like to like even when pastors and teachers are teaching like we pick out what we want to hear and we apply it to our lives it's not one person or one pastor that is teaching us incorrectly it's our our narrative it's the way that we grew up and it's what we want to apply to our house you know in the eden message i kind of painted this picture of you know living in a house that i got to take from all my different like foster families I said like Mm. all the good parts yeah all the good parts like I like that backsplash I want that I like the shingles I want that you know and what happens when the integrity of the house does not withstand the storm Mm. because that was never the foundation that it was built on was never meant for Mm. it to you know stand and so God is who he says he is Mm -hmm. but we have to learn the truth of who he says he is that's right um and so I don't know if that necessarily answers your question and have eyes for that right yeah totally yeah And be okay with the disappointment. Mm -hmm. The disappointment that you and the enemy, I I believe that there's an aspect of the enemy stuff in here, Mm -hmm. um, makes you desire and believe a certain posture, a certain thing, a certain desire Mm -hmm. um, is what is going to bring you fulfillment and Mm -hmm. hope and Mm -hmm. desire. And once Mm -hmm. you're there, you just coast and figure Mm -hmm. out life. Right. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. That's so fascinating. I... Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. It kind of makes me think of like this whole you you said you know kind of weather the storm. Um, first of all, I do think you're right. Like we have this idea of like a plus b equals c, and when a plus b doesn't equal c, then you're right. God isn't good, mm-hmm. but he is so much more about our, fulfilling our desires. Mm-hmm. He is more about our depth, right? Like yeah. so it makes me think of this whole process, like this whole like kind of journeying through, which by the way, you know, it's sometimes it's round and round and round and round and round yeah. and round we go as opposed to up over the top. Yeah. I mean, it is spiritual formation. Um, and I do think I I do believe he 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 does he delights in giving us the desires of our hearts, mm-hmm. but I also think that he wants us to make sure that we remember that that but giving us the desires of his heart does not. Yeah, I feel like that reminds me of spiritual formation, right? Like there are so many times when it's kind of like it comes back around again. Things come back around. And ultimately, it's not like, I I, I feel like, you know, obviously the Lord is going to bless us. He gives us reprieve. He does. Uh I do believe he delights in, in, in answering the cries, the desires of our heart. But I do think so that we don't think that, or we don't like have this like, disillusionment that like he's only good when that's happening mm-hmm. as he allows things because he is the giver and the taker of all right yeah he knows our timing he knows exactly what's going on inside of us mm-hmm. i don't think he does that intentional to be like now i'm going to punish you or hurt yeah. you or blah 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 blah, right. blah but i do think in that he's so so intentional that then as we come back around again like i'm getting this idea or this image of like Um, Like a seashell that kind of like spirals down deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Like, right? Like that is our spiritual formation. I feel like that's what that looks like. Um, I think that's part of that journey. Do you think that's kind of true? Yeah, Yeah, I definitely do. And I think
1: that um, so often we want to copy and paste everybody else's relationship with God and copy and paste Mm -hmm. what like – what our external view is of their life and Mm -hmm. so for me like I have seen people you know get married and people have families and people Mm -hmm. you know think like all those kinds of different things and for some reason that that was the goodness of God marked you know, in my version, like, I'm like, wow, God is so good to them. Um, then how do I get to that place? How do I, mm-hmm. you know, do yeah. those things? And so the spiritual formation aspect is like, it is so like individualistic. Mm-hmm. Like it is like, God has everybody on a journey, but like that journey looks so, so, so different for everybody in their own, like, you know, narrative their own, or their own story. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, we just have to, we have to be so careful to not like try to, um, paint a picture of what it should mm. be like and what, um, just cause there's not a lot of should, tools to like, yeah. er- you know, yeah. erase it. And yeah, so I just definitely think that the spiritual transformation and, um, formation in, and, and even like the progression of what it looks like to follow Jesus. Like it, I, I deeply believe at this point in my story that it is all part of the planet. Yeah, you know he's using it yeah, and we're just thinking like when we were talking earlier about that verse of like you know knocking and mm-hmm. the door will be opened absolutely. you know and i'm just kind of ask like, seek yeah knock. yeah what happens what happens when you know and i with that thought pause that thought yeah. with like when we're younger in youth group, like there's a lot of people like the Lord wants to answer the desires of your heart, you know? Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. also in that verse talking about what it looks like to match God's heart and the desires for, you know, he Amen. starts to like, he starts to shape the desires. And Amen. I think in this last season, Um, More than ever, I understood what it looked like to say, God, I desire this and I'm knocking and I want um, for you to answer. But those, it's no longer like, I just want a husband or I just want a healthy family. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to, like, I want to be able to, like, seek your face and Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, you know, um, grieve like this or like, I want reprieve from this. Like, there is this, Mm -hmm. when you're in your journey, Mm -hmm. there is an understanding of what it looks like to ask it's there's a there's a portion of um yeah you're humbled with like what it looks like to seek proximity towards jesus Mm -hmm. you know um yeah Mm
0: -hmm. i don't know yeah i do think that's true i think that's kind of part of our our faith walk our faith journey and Mm it goes back to that spiritual formation component where it's like um there's a deepening there of even the desires of our heart, like, and they mo- are more surrendered, mm-hmm. and where we do start to believe like, Thy will be totally done, right? Totally. And that means like in on earth as it is in heaven, yeah. But also in me, in me, yeah. right? Yeah. Ultimately, as we fall deeper and deeper in love with Him, and we see, we experience His goodness mm-hmm. in ways that don't necessarily. Um, kind of A plus B equals C equals yeah. goodness, right? Like, or what the world would say about his goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, when we have that experience, we when we get to like taste and see that the Lord is, is good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, through all of it, through the goods, the bads, the thick's, the thins, the ups, the downs. Mm-hmm. I do think you're right. I think that our the desires of our heart do evolve and change. Yeah. And I also think that ultimately, like even watching and watching your story, I think that he um, he was like. Yes, this, this, you're on it. You're onto it. You're totally onto it. But I have so much more. Mm -hmm. I have so much more. And again, and I don't think, I mean, you know, I think this is all kingdom stuff too. Like it's not just for the betterment of you, Aloysia. This is for the betterment of the kingdom at large. And, and, you know, we're not there yet, right? Like, you know, you're talking about that. Yeah. We're not there yet, but we are. But is thy kingdom come on earth as it is. So thy kingdom come. I mean right like is not that is there's a big deal there there's yeah. a component there
1: there's a part of my uh story where um well not my story just my process that i'm just like why here on earth why is there so much pain i mean i mm. spoke on friday like i was born into literal chaos like there's nothing little Allie could have done about this you know and and in in some way like i felt like the lord rescued me out of it and And I was on the second restoration journey, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose, Mm. and I am like sitting and weeping in the middle of the night, of like night after night, like God, why? Like what? Like what fruit is this producing? Like what does this matter? You know? Mm. And the pictures that are constantly painted is just what it looks like to link arms with people in order for, like, in order for His will to be done here on earth. And um, and I believe that like we won't ever be made whole until we're in heaven. I believe that we won't ever be out of complete pain until we're in heaven. Mm-hmm. Believe that like in scripture it says we're not wrestling with um flesh and blood we're wrestling against the principalities, right? Like mm-hmm. there is an enemy oh. and Um, and so I anyways all I have to say is that I like deeply believe that we are going to be fully restored in heaven but there needs to be people who know and understand the voice of God here on earth Mm -hmm. you know and so what if my story brings you know hope what if my story brings a, a portion of you know peace and what if I process even to me like I this last week I was just doing my you know meeting with god mm-hmm. space and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And, yeah and you before were, yeah. i had just felt like um i would do things that were like okay read your bible read your scripture you know do all these things in mm-hmm. order to even like check off a list to enter the presence of god mm-hmm. and lately it's just been like a simple invitation to lay on God's chest you know Mm. and that is such an intimate thing but there's no other space I'd rather be but what I've learned is that 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 requires such a quietness that requires Mm. such a a posture of just like okay God I'm laying it all down and in my brain I'm like what if all this messy crazy stuff was what what was The intimacy that was produced in order for me to sit in the lap of Jesus, to lay on the chest of God, um, to be able to just say, okay, Father, like, I trust him more than I ever have because he was able to withstand my questions. He was able to withstand my pressing. He was able to, you know, he didn't Mm -hmm. abandon me in
0: it, you know? And
1: so I... I don't want to move from the space. I don't want to move Mm. from resting my head on Jesus's
0: chest and learning his heartbeat. Mm. And I, I I want that for everybody. I love that. It's so funny. It makes me think of like this idea, this concept of work, which um, we are all called, we all have work to do. We are called to do works. We are called, we have work to do. Like Mm -hmm. even how you said, like ultimately there's something I need to do in Mm -hmm. order to connect with the Lord. But But at the end of the day, um, I do think that there's something about just being and surrendering. And that is absolutely work to be done. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I've I've journeyed with you through a lot of this and just watched you and watched the quote unquote work that you've done hasn't necessarily been, I mean, it's been painful and there has been toil, but it hasn't necessarily been a physical act in something except surrendering. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Surrendering and allowing yourself to die. Yeah. Um, and it makes me really think of the scripture that you pointed at mm. um, on Friday. You know, you spoke out of Mar- Mark five, um, so so beautiful, and how the man who was possessed by the demons, he he needed to be renamed. Yeah, and I've seen you go before the Father time and time again, and saying what you know. I need you to rename me. Yeah. What is my name? Help me to deeply know who I am in you. And then, um, you know, it moves on to from there, the man who is possessed to the woman with the bleeding issue. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she is going after the father and or going after Jesus and saying, I need you to restore me. Yeah. Um, and I've seen you go before the father, that head on his chest Holy. and allowing him and, and ultimately begging him, like, I need to be restored. hmm and then finally, you know, Jarius and, and going after Jesus and saying, I need you to resurrect my daughter. Ultimately, she hadn't died yet, but he didn't know that for sure. And then Jesus goes and he resurrects her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen you do that work too. Like, I need you, Jesus, to resurrect me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is good, hard work mm-hmm. that takes a lot of just presence, right? Yeah. Um, and going again before the Father again, head on his chest again, and it's not just for your betterment; yeah. it's also for the betterment of the kingdom.
1: Yeah, I feel like that scripture had like completely come alive to me in the um, <clears throat> in my journey, and I think like something that God like totally repainted in my mind is how um he's not on he's not in a hurry you know Mm. in that space of Mm. um of him responding to the man with the unclean spirit and the woman stopping with the woman at the um, with the bleeding um Mm. issue and uh Jairus's daughter like he wasn't running full pace to respond on the time frame that we desire to respond in, yes. and I just am like in that in that space. I'm just kind of like, okay, God, like, if you if you um, if you're okay with taking the time, and the space that needs to, um, almost I kind of think of like you know when you're scraping out like different things and you want to get every last you know things off the edges. Like I just felt like God was just kind of like doing this, like, fine work of just scraping and this, like, you know, removing, and um, it's just, yeah, it was just, it's just so beautiful that his timeline and his pace is not ours, and ours is not his, and so, um, in those, like, like, my little 13-year-old self would want no pain, like, I swear to you, I was like, God, I will honor you, I will serve you if I just don't have to be in pain any longer, Mm -hmm. right, Um, and, defining and the tuning it does it does require pain you know mm-hmm. it does require yeah. you know oh, it, it does is. require that kind of stuff and so you know it, it with each of these three stories um each of them were in pain in some some sense of the way you know um emotional pain physical pain yeah. you know and and I just was thankful that um that we're not alone in that like that's yeah. not It's, Hmm. there's something, yeah, there's something so comforting and I don't know if it's just my nature. Like, I don't want to do things alone like I'm yeah. not one of those people that's like oh if I could just do this by myself and be identified as I did it by myself that doesn't bring me hope that doesn't bring me joy it doesn't like I rather be together in a team doing you know different mm. things and so um <clears throat> yeah it's just a it's the journey is crazy and when you're talking about renaming like not only um not only renaming my situations but renaming my my idealistic aspects of what I wanted mm. you know or why I wanted it that you know or bringing healing to spaces of like family or my heart posture or just like the healing of the aspect of like hard things are just going to come and I just have to like embrace it or you know and um mm-hmm. the things I counted away yeah it's just been it's an interesting journey to have to wrestle for sure wrestle with that
0: I I like that because I feel like even just this idea of you know kind of going after resurrection right okay mm-hmm. so let's just take that one yeah And you talking about pain makes me think about how, well, ultimately, we are dying. (laughs) We are on the way; it is guaranteed. But along the way, we have deaths that we have to experience, and those deaths are absolutely painful. Yeah. But that is part there. There, but on the other side of every death, Mm -hmm. I mean, there is life. So it ends up being worth it. Like the pain ends up being worth it. Mm -hmm. And I watch you, like like I said, you know, I've got to journey with you. I. I death after death after death after death. Yeah. I mean, all these different and even physical deaths, yeah. and losing your brother Chris. Yeah. Like ultimately, I I saw that, and you saying yes mm-hmm. to like not necessarily happily every single time, right? No, <laughs> like not other, at like all. no. Like there are parts of ourselves where it's just literally like it will not die. We mm-hmm. we cannot let go. We will not surrender. We will not give it over. Yeah. But that is a lot of where that pain comes from. Yeah. And I wonder if that's kind of part of our disillusionment too. You know, we were talking about like. Um, you know, in the beginning you were talking about how like, okay, you know, um, another hard thing kind of Mm -hmm. That's kind of like part of the journey path too. Like as we go on this journey, we're thinking to ourselves like, okay, it's going to be a smooth ride and it's going to, once we get to the other side, then it's going to be smooth sailing. But ultimately that's really not true. It's full of peaks and valleys. It's Mm -hmm. full of twists and turns and it's full of a lot of pain and a lot of death. And actually if that could become um, almost our expectation. I don't want it to be like a morbid thing, but yeah. like, hey, this is coming. Mm-hmm. But it's part of our process. It's totally. part of the journey. And he's so intentional with that. Mm-hmm. He is going to use every single twist and turn of that. Mm-hmm. That is his promise, and to be with us, yeah. and to be with us in that. And that there's so much beauty on the other side of each and every single one of these little moments of like petite mort, like these tiny yeah. little deaths. Right? Mm-hmm. There is life there. I mean, it feels totally. like crap. Yeah.
1: Does absolutely
0: nobody is enjoying it we're not signing up for it but we ultimately are called to it which is really really hard
1: Mm -hmm. yeah talking about pain it's there's this idea that um that maybe um if we eluded pain like life would be better right Mm -hmm. um with this Mm. with this like woman this bleeding woman um she was in so much, mm-hmm. so much pain so much pain so much um so much separation from reality so much um i mean i could only imagine from society mm-hmm. from society from relational closeness like just, she was a pariah oh my gosh like and like even when she reached out and had her faith you know um said if i just touched the hymn of jesus mm-hmm. like then i would be made whole mm-hmm. um even when she reached out Imagine how much restoration had to happen post healing, you know, imagine how much Mm. she had to learn how to be a part of society. Imagine how much she had to be relearn how to be loved, relearn how to, you know, just open the space of like, it, it was 12 years worth of pain and just put out into a corner it's not gonna take a moment i mean god healed her in a moment but it's not gonna take a moment for her not to be reminded of the blood or reminded of what she wasn't or you know not taking in or not being surrounded and so that in that version of that story, that's what I learned about the pain version. Is like mm-hmm. you, yeah. You, I was healed. God was present. He didn't give up on me. He there was a depth that we went to. But every time a situation were, was to arise where it reminded me of the pain of like abandonment, or you know, if someone was trying to have hard conversations with me, Shannon. You know, I wanted to. You know, I want to like rise up and be like, don't you dare. But I remember that God touched that space. Mm -hmm. So now I'm actively participating in the fact that I can embrace pain, yet God is still there Mm -hmm. and he can rename it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Like pain is just an absolute part of our story. And what happens wow. if we stop being afraid of what pain? Because that's it. It's not that I'm afraid of the feeling of pain. I'm afraid that pain can take me out. Wow. I don't want to yeah. be taken out. I don't want to be left on the ground for no good. Like I, I'm okay to touch it. I'm okay to feel it. But don't keep me there. And that was my cry to the Lord. It's like, I feel like I'm going to go under God. Like if you add one more freaking thing, I'm going to die. In this space. I'm not going to be useful for your kingdom. I'm not going to be... Your promises that I feel like you whispered is no longer going to, like, be here. Like, I just was like... That's what the scary part about pain was. Is I thought I was going to die in it. Like right. I, This it. pain will kill yeah. me. It will kill me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Whoa. That's crazy to... Th- okay, so you... I mean, just focusing on the fact of after, even after she touched the hem and mm-hmm. she knew, like you said on Friday night, you said she literally knew, I mean, it says in the Bible too, mm-hmm. but you really emphasize, like she literally felt her body be healed. Mm-hmm. Like she knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that moment on, you're right, restoration began, mm-hmm. but how much pain was in the depths of that restoration process, even in and of itself. So there was pain before mm-hmm. and there was going to be Pain, pain after. after. And mm-hmm. I am just like, that just points to journey and process mm-hmm. so much to me. Right. God, we've, you know, we talk about that a lot on this podcast, how God is all, ultimately he is so much about process. Yeah. He allows it. He's for it. He created it. Yeah. He is in the midst of it. Um, and then, um, just watching, <coughs> excuse me, right. watching that process have to be carried out on the other side of healing mm-hmm. too is nuts. It's crazy. That is nuts. To think about my brain is like hurting because, I mean, because you're right. I mean, we, we, we were alluding to this. Like, if you think about the depths, I mean, just her being restored back into community. Yeah. You know, you talk about how a lot of this, too, on Friday night, we talked about how important it was. You said, I don't want anybody crying in the corners alone. Yeah, totally. Right? and you invited and I love how at the end you invited us all up as yeah. one one like mini community in that room mm-hmm. the beauty of like even thinking about that whole idea of her restoration process even her like going back into society back into community being enveloped back into that because she would have still in the very beginning no one would have known she, they didn't they couldn't tell that she had been healed yeah okay so she was so she knew she had been healed but it would take a long unfolding of that yeah. too and the depth of pain in that process is there was still rejection on board there wild. was still all this other stuff, wow stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's so crazy, and especially because you know her faith healed her, and mm-hmm. his promises are that he is good. And even in them, the midst of that, it felt pretty bad to her. I'm yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, girl. Absolutely. It just like it, that just kind of blows rocks your my mind, brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just totally wraps me, my, mm-hmm. my brain.
1: Um, this week I was reading about Ezekiel um thirty-seven in that the Sea of Dry Bones, mm-hmm. and um. And I had this image and I've had this in my life before in different situations, but there was an invitation to rise. There's an invitation to mm. get up. And even in that, you know, scripture in Mark five um, with Jairus's daughter about like Talithia, come I, like little girl, get up. Mm. Um, in this Ezekiel 37 passage, it's talking about um, God breathing life into a situation. And what I noticed this time about reading it was that, um, when, when you rise out of like the dead bones, like those dry bones are arising and you have, you have to be clothed with something you have Mm -hmm. to, the flesh has to rebuild the, Mm -hmm. you know, the little thing, the intricacies of what humanness is, um, kind of has to be rebuilt or you can allow God to clothe you. Right. So I had two options in these situations, um, in coming out of this Part of my life is like mm-hmm. I can reclothe myself with with the cultures like normal like be bitter be mad yeah your life is hard whatever whatever and you can I had full permission from this culture, to be pissed, you know? I think I can say that here. But, like, I had full permission to be mad. I went through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, or I can choose to be clothed mm. with what God has put on me. Whoa. And the work that it has, it, it takes an active work every single day, every single hard conversation, every single glimpse of what sorrow could be is is an opportunity to choose you know even this week i'm going through another family dynamic that just want i want it to rob every aspect of Mm. um not my peace my peace is allowed to be interrupted but like i want to like freak out i want to like be like i can't handle that god but like i just saw what you walked me through you know and if this happens mm. then i feel in a posture that says i think and i feel like i kind of know that you are going to come through for me regardless because mm. you did it then and you're gonna do it now so That's hope right. is built you know you mm. get to choose to be clothed and i don't know this is passage just like was so powerful because i'm like we get the opportunity every single day to rise you know even in this like bleeding woman story like she was full of shame still when she was in that, that crowd pressing in mm-hmm. and he had to take her by the chin and say daughter, mm-hmm. which is an invitation as to mm-hmm. be beloved. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, my mind is blown that God would care about us so much so that he just would stop, that he would look at us, that he would call us daughter, that he would say to mm-hmm. like there's an invitation over and over and over again to get up. Put clothes on. Yeah. Allow me to clothe you. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm just I, I continue to be humbled
0: in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think about, you know, like first and foremost, as you say that, you say like, let me clothe you. I and then you said hope, which makes me think of the song Hope is built on nothing less than mm-hmm. Jesus, <laughs> blood, and righteousness. And I do I was thinking like ultimately at the at the onset is we are clothed in his righteousness. And that can be a confusing word. It just means his rightness, his yeah. right way, That's him, good. his way. That's good. Right? Where, um, so to to first and foremost, be clothed with that and to be trusting and and to decide to trust that Mm -hmm. because then I also believe that we are clothed. We we put on his love. We put on his grace. Mm-hmm. We are clothed and bathed. Even like I'm yep. even just like oh, yeah. thinking like in his in his grace, in his mercy, in mm-hmm. his love, and his compassion, and the way that he he deeply pursues and sees mm-hmm. us as like you're saying as daughter. Yeah, and calling yeah. us to get up, calling us yeah. to rise, calling us to stand with those mm-hmm. garments on. Right, yeah. like totally. we are clothed. and totally. that it's such a beautiful imagery. I love that you you know kind of pointed that out. Right, it, it, it's it, awesome. It, there's
1: like Something that was so powerful and was so important to me, um, when I was preparing for this, is that so often you can hear stories that that like sort of like mine, where you're just completely like, wow, she has got to be so brave. Wow, she has to be mm-hmm. so, you know, whatever, whatever to go through and exist in that. And I'm like, I'm just so tired of being the brave girl. I'm so tired of people looking at me like, wow, you're, you can't believe all the things you went through. It is true. I'm proud of what God has done to me, but like all of us are journeying with really hard things in each of our corners. And I just, I don't know, I just even want to, on this podcast, just, like, repaint the picture that mm-hmm. whatever it is that we are experiencing mm-hmm. and whatever it is that we're going through, like, that is our heart. Yeah. That is our depravity. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not mm-hmm. my story, but, like, mm-hmm. your marriage, your, mm-hmm. you know, desire for children, your empty nesting, you know? Yeah. All these kinds of things is our heart. Mm-hmm. And God gets to Meet mm-hmm. us in that, and that's why we tell stories that's so much, why, right? stories. That's why mm-hmm. we
0: share His goodness, His grace, His mercy.
1: Yeah, so I think ultimately, like, there's this aspect of this journey that I've, you know, that we've walked in, that if I walked in, and I just look around and think, like, there's no way that we should be doing this alone. You know, there's no way yeah. that um, that we journey by ourselves um the times where i was at my worst like when i felt like you know people grabbed my arms or checked on me or you know encouraged me regardless if i liked it or didn't like i look back to those moments and i'm it was a representation of of christ and that i think ultimately um that's what it's meant for and um those the pain i think that walking through and walking in community and encouraging each other and spurring each other on like all of our pain as purpose, all of, all of those moments of just isolation and darkness. Like you get to look at your neighbor when she's weak, you're strong, right? Yeah. When I'm, sh- I'm weak, you're strong. Like, um, and I'm sure that's in marriages. I'm sure that's in, mm-hmm. you know, dynamics. Mm-hmm. Like, like what if
0: mm-hmm. we
1: ask sisters in Christ, brothers in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, what if we gather together around and just uphold, each other in our weakest moments mm-hmm. and vice versa mm-hmm. you know what if we what if we lived in a world where that's what took place mm, you know that, um yeah. and that's my as i'm walking in the season that i desire mm-hmm. when i said again <laughs> we, we go back to that place of not yeah. letting people alone in the corner like yeah. i'm like get out of that dark spot right, right now you yeah. know like yeah. you're not allowed to do that alone yeah. i'm joining you Mm-hmm. Even if that means I have to posture myself where you're at, I don't need you to move. Yeah. I need to join you in your yeah. pain. You know, yeah. so
0: that's so great. I think it makes me think of a couple of things. Um Just we are the great cloud of witness, mm-hmm. right? We we are we need to share with others the process of which we are going to invite people in yeah. or allow people to come in. Maybe if it's too hard for us to invite people in, but maybe somebody does see us in the corner. Yeah. Allow them to come in. Um, because ultimately, by the way, the, one of the cries of all of our hearts is to be loved, yeah. to be seen, to be known, to even be pursued. yeah. Um, and so that is God saying, I'm trying to do this for you. Let me bring this, mm-hmm. even if it's a random person, maybe, yeah. um, into your life. So I think that that's really, really powerful. Um, I also think of, um, for some reason, I'm thinking of, you know, in Finding Nemo, where <laughs> like the fish, they all collected in this big net. Mm, yeah. and, how, and Nemo's going, swim down, swim down. And he's yeah. trying to get everybody to go in one direction. Yes. How much more powerful that is. And they end up snapping the thing. Totally. And, then, and then the net falls to the bottom of the ocean and mm-hmm. poosh, the fish are free. free. Um, that only happens mm-hmm. by, um, you know, being together yeah. Yeah. in it, right? There's yeah. a power in that. Such power. Um, and when we stand firm and stand you know, strong in that there yeah. is so much power. So yeah, we are called to into community. We are called mm-hmm. to do it together to yeah. be witnesses. And I also think of like, you know, along with, you know, the cloud of witness component too, is like the power of confession. We've been talking about this part of why we yeah. do a story is because to confess, like here is what is actually totally. going on, to rat yourself out. Yeah, There's so much freedom in that. And that freedom is so, so powerful. And yeah. And it keeps us, it keeps shame at bay. It keeps, um, you know, isolation at bay. It keeps just so many negative components at bay. It pulls us into this positive space Mm -hmm. of you are Mm -hmm. not alone. I, I see you Mm -hmm. and, and you're, you are still good, even though you said that crazy thing, right? Like that's just humanness. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And the, the pressure that the
1: world puts on us to, um, glamorize or to, um, journey this and just want to I don't what I'm trying to say is that it does I'm sure even if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're going through something deep like there's probably a sense of it less like I'm not there yet I can't talk about that yet I can't mm-hmm. even reach yes, out for help yet you know and the, the reality is we're like me and you Shannon not sitting here in this space being like just get to this space and you'll be fine no, I think what the invitation is is like allow God to meet you in that space yeah. allow God and other people other people mm-hmm. to meet you in that space, yeah. and even if that looks like your hands held out and saying, like, "I can't offer you, and I can't even tell you what I need," you know, you're just gonna have to sit. You're just gonna have to sit with me in this. Yeah. You know, um, God mm-hmm. is willing
0: to do that. God really is willing is. to do that. Yeah, He is good. He is good to do absolutely that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's great. Well, always see. This has been a fun time to get to mm-hmm. recap the cap of our year. Yeah, um, it's been a big year. Again, I think it was so fit, so fitting. Um, yeah, with our whole concept of be intentional, be transformed, we learned a mm-hmm. lot this mm-hmm. year, and I think that just you sharing what you shared is just so powerful. So good. Um, hey, you guys, we want to say thank you for hanging in there. I don't know if you could tell, but we had major technical difficulties Ooh, today. Jesus! Ah, if you could see us up in here, we've been we've been recording in five minute increments. Okay, okay. So if it's Amy awkward, Martella, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't made for this She all gonna be just like girl learn how to use it but no um,
1: overcoming adversity yes
0: totally <laughs> Um, a couple of pieces of information about what is coming up we will so like I said this is the recap we are recapping the cap for the year for Eden gatherings. There will be at least one more podcast um, in June, maybe two, but we will see how we're doing. And then we'll come back next season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. Anything yeah. else to add? No, wow. this has been so cool. Yeah thank you guys yeah we love you well we always end in just praying over just kind of what we talked about today and just our hopes for our audience do you want to do that for us yeah let's do it
1: wow jesus um thank you so much for this time in this space um i count it as such a blessing um to be able to um just be just to share just be transparent um but god i know that your spirit and your voice has been a part of eden forever and i know that specifically in this last be intentional be transformed season how just i i'm sure it's brought your heart so much joy and so much um yeah just i know that you're beaming with pride um, of your daughters for just pressing in regardless of what that looked like and i just pray for every ear that is listening to this podcast wherever they are whatever whatever part of their story their in whatever posture they're in god i just pray right now that they um that you would meet them there jesus Mm. that you would um just you know take their little cheeks and just Mm. ask um just just remind them that you're um that you're their, their father that they're your daughter god that you um that in the journey and in the process you would um just be so near to them god and Lord, we know that you're not finished. You're not finished with any of this. And um, we are so excited to see your face one day. But in the meantime, God, would you hold fast? God, would you allow us to hold fast, Jesus? Um, Be near. Be so, so, so near to us, God. As we draw in and you draw in, um, we love you. Mm
0: -hmm. So much. In your name, Jesus, we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. Peace and blessings.